0: E
1: I'm Dave Frazier and as always I'm joined by the kid BJ Armstrong and today on a happy holiday to all the 2K fans out there we have a very special guest Ronnie Singh aka Ronnie 2K. Ronnie we appreciate you joining the program you said you would only do it for BJ so thank you for doing this this is a real honor.
2: It's my pleasure. It's a Happy 2K day to
0: everyone out there.
2: Yes absolutely.
0: Well Ronnie thanks so much for uh, joining us this morning as a 52 year old. I'm so excited about this show. All all of the clients, all of the basketball clients, they're so excited when I told them that you were joining us today. But I need help. I need help (laughs) on how this works, this world that you've created. Help me understand this virtual world that you live in.
2: Yeah. I mean, first of all, you don't look a day over 51. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Second of all... um, we, I mean, it's amazing, you know, this is our 22nd installation of NBA 2K. Uh, it does become kind of a, a national holiday every single year. And it's really because it just means so much to the culture, to basketball fans everywhere, um, that, the, you know, the game comes out every every single year right around this time. Um, and really, you know, we sit on this intersection of like the athletes love it uh people in the cultural fashion music etc world love it and then obviously we have such a huge gaming audience um and i just think that we sit in this really kind of um interesting space uh especially with what's going on in specific this year with shelter in place um and you know just being an entertainment product that means a lot to so many people
1: and, and Ronnie, you mentioned the time of the year and usually it comes out and we're basically basketball is, is not the focal point. Uh, you know, we are getting into football season and then 2K yep. drops and then we get kind of hyped up for basketball. But this year, Dame Lillard's on the cover and then Dame Lillard is, you know, going crazy in the NBA bubble around the same time that it's coming out. I mean, how has that been different from a marketing aspect and, and also just the is, is it fortuitous in some sense to have all these guys playing right now when the game comes out?
2: What a what a great question. Uh, it's never happened before, first of all, so our entire marketing, um, you know, thought concept, for the most part, got thrown out the window, we had to, just like every other business, especially in this time, had to readjust and think about, you know, what, how can we reach our consumer that's super engaged right now in a way that normally you're right, like the NBA season doesn't start for another six, seven weeks. Um, and there are positives and negatives. You know, one mechanism that we've always used is the the whole ratings conversation, um, getting the NBA players to like anticipate what their ratings were Mm -hmm. that sort of went out the window this year because um, obviously we're still in the middle of the last season. Um, (laughs) You know, the anticipation about player movement and uh, rookies. And I mean, especially with this rookie class, um, all of that had to change. So, But there were obviously advantages. You mentioned Dame going off, justifying that cover, you know, with with his sixty point performances, and uh, just the. I'm so glad that the NBA is on right now, and that they were uh, able to come back and finish the season. Uh, The NBA, in particular, has done an amazing job uh, with battling the pandemic, and uh, you know we're all kind of really enjoying it as basketball fans and Mm -hmm. then you know you you get to lump on uh 2k's release which everybody looks forward to every year
0: You, you know ronnie every every year I hear about the ratings i hear about the ratings from my clients yep, <laughs> okay i'm sure you do know. but i have a more complicated <laughs> question for you i'm retired i can't do anything about my ratings i've heard your answers to the ratings yep. so how do i forget forget the clients right now how do i improve my ratings i'm retired what can i do can i Is do there anything a, right I mean, now i think I last think dance I bump to
2: come back to the league it's it's
0: it's now pj <laughs> <laughs> Go get that there's, there's nothing i can do right there, there's nothing i can do about the ratings right i don't think so as a classic guy unless the formulas
2: change and you know uh really target 52 two-year-old x-point guards I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't i don't know i don't, I don't think so <laughs> but ronnie how, how
0: does the ratings really work like everyone yeah, I mean, wants the rain gets a, a lot of
2: particular attributes you know both on and off court uh tangible uh qualities and then you know, there's a panel of guys that, that discuss it, and it's it's uh, a very formulaic thing. There's very little subjectivity uh, that, <clears throat> that can go into that. It's really purely based on your stats and how much you ball out. So anytime I, you know, and I get a lot of them, inquiries about, hey, my rating should be this, hey, my rating should be that, my initial reaction always is, go ball out. You know, go, <laughs> go prove it. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw the recent thing with Jason Tatum, but um, – he actually it was really funny he had like a checklist of stuff that he him and i did some video thing about a year last july august something like that talking about last year's talking about 2k20s ratings and he's like all right i'm gonna do win a championship i'm gonna uh average 20 points i'm gonna do this like he just checked off this stuff he's like at the end of that i want a 90. and then literally two weeks ago he texted me all, the entire list was done, except obviously <laughs> winning the championship. So he's like 90 on deck, you know? And uh, um, it's, it's just it's amazing that it means so much to these guys. Yeah. Uh, a lot of NBA players talk about how obviously they've worked their entire lives to become professional athletes and, you know, um, getting into the league, getting drafted, that, that emotion around having your family there at draft night is 1A, but then being in this video game happens to be 1B. I mean, for it to be on that level is pretty crazy. Even the accolades of all NBA teams and all of that, things that'll actually get you paid, um, it still is right there with your rating, which which is crazy.
1: Yeah, and in some sense, you're almost immortalized when you're in a game, right? Like BJ is in NBA 2K. Uh, I saw Manu Ginobili is now back in the game this year, so people were excited about that. Um, And and that... The, the ratings I feel like with 2K, they're different than Madden because Madden, you know, there's like the 99 club, which is, it comes out and it's like Christian McCaffrey's the 99 club and they list all these guys, but yep. 2K, Giannis is a 97, LeBron is a 97, Kyrie Irving is a 90, which is, you know, Jason Tatum just wants to be a 90. What is the idea behind that no one can actually be a 90? Who is a 99? Is it just Kareem yeah, I mean, and Jordan? It's
2: based, it's based on historic all-time uh, mm-hmm. ratings, so... You know, there's, I believe, just uh, th- there's all-time teams that have several 99s, which was like the peak time of that player's career. Yep. But only one player is a 99 in our game, and he's an old teammate of yours, BJ. I'm sure you can, uh, <laughs> who? out.
0: Who? Who could that be? <laughs> Rodney, who could that be? <laughs> uh,
2: he's actually on my wall over here, so we get reminded of him every single day. Um, that was a game changer. By the way, that's been 10 years since we we introduced the whole concepts of legends with, you know, putting MJ on the cover back on 2K11. It's the 10-year anniversary of that. Uh, that, that just kind of hit me, actually. Um, to have all of these guys that we celebrate over the course of NBA history also means that we need to rate them um, according to each other. I mean, I think our, our game is the one place where you can Find out who the best team of all time is. There's conversations about Showtime Lakers versus the New Age Warriors, you know, so on and so forth. Obviously, the Bulls, um, you know, who is the best team? The only way you can really find us is is through our video game.
0: Mm. You know, Ryan, speaking of numbers, okay, how do you rank, like, the guy behind me, Wilt Chamberlain? (laughs) Yeah. Like, Oscar Robertson, like, just from a pure number standpoint, right? Those guys are, like, they have to be, like, I would imagine, like, in the 90s or no no they're definitely
2: in the 90s um it's it's all based on film and then of course their uh, overall statistics um it's it's based on the same attributes that it would be for a current guy just in that era right like i think the most challenging thing and i think it's done with pundits everywhere is how do you measure a player from era to era right and uh but our game tries to kind of neutralize that, you know, like we're talking about how good that guy was in his era versus everybody, um, in their own eras, um, and measuring that and, and trying to spit out a re- really, intelligent, informed rating.
1: Mm. And you mentioned uh, a decade ago, 2K11 comes out and it introduces the the legends and, and all these other former players that get to see their teams and their primes playing against each other. But around the same time, a couple of years before, it was NBA Live and NBA 2K, like in the gamer world. They were going head to head, and it felt like, I don't know if it was the Michael Jordan factor, and because I'm a North Carolina guy, this is the way I look at things. But when 2K11 came out, it just seemed to be a 2K world. You know, after that, is yeah. that the case, or am I just blinded by my MJ faith and belief?
2: Um, you know, when I first started the company back in two thousand eight, mm. uh, the the market share actually we were we were behind, um, and it and it took yeah. a lot of uh, effort by a lot of people. And you know what I love about two K, I've uh, this is, I've been there thirteen years, but I'm not even close to one of the the old heads. You know, like um, the, there's a lot of people that have just poor blood sweat and tears our development team is just extremely fantastic and what's crazy is like to get up and do it again every year i mean you know like and this year we're doing we're building two games we're we're building uh the one that came out today and then of course we're going to next generation um and so uh you know i it's just been a tremendous amount of shifting the culture to have a movement to Get you to play this one product uh, when there's competition in the place takes a lot of of things to ha- have to have happen. So I wouldn't just say it was the Jordan thing. The Jordan effect obviously uh, was amazing. That was I think that I think the Jordan 2K11 thing actually made it more of a like a cultural sensation, and it brought back the like the older gamer um, to play with the new gamer. Oh. I think that was kind of the, the bigger Jordan impact uh, with 2K11 because to get to play those teams that you grew up watching in any era, I mean, we had this 61 Celtics in there, right? Yeah. So even an older uh, consumer could go on and be like, I know this team, I played this team. And I think it was great for uh, the legends, and maybe BJ, you can speak to this, like right. uh, you kids see you in the game and, and they think about, those errors like and and maybe that would be a, a little bit more difficult if our game didn't exist.
1: Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. Now is the time to celebrate. That's right, football is here. To kick off football's 101st season, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app, is giving all users a no brainer to start the season. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Have you ever heard of a football team losing by 100 points? Well, week one DraftKings is ensuring that even if Kansas City, the Super Bowl champions, were to lose in historic fashion, you would still cash your bet. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Kansas City plus 101 points for all users. So even if Kansas City loses by 100 points, you still win big. With DraftKings Sportsbook, that's a no-brainer. Plus, DraftKings has given away $100 million in prizes to all users who enter their free football survivor pool. All you have to do is sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, enter their survivor pool, and you'll instantly get a share of up to $100 million in giveaways. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use Promotech.com. Promo code Last Dance to take advantage of this no-brainer of an offer. That's promo code Last Dance to get in on all the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, call 1-800-9 WITH IT. Back to Ronnie you, you know
0: Ronnie, you, you, you. Obviously, you're the face and, you know, people know you and through social media and so forth. But can you just take us through all the behind the scenes people who you work and you have to interact with to bring this to life? And to, I mean, there's so many. Vi- yeah, I mean, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Visual Concepts obviously starts uh, with the Thomas Brothers. Um, and they've been they celebrated their 30th year uh, making video games last year. Uh, they actually got a legacy award at the game awards last year, Greg Thomas, um, who, I mean, they're just the godfathers of the business and right. to release this game year over year, there's so many people behind the scenes and, and our, you know, the the business is so big, right? Like you don't even think about like, okay, we've talked about ratings. We've talked about our game. We've talked about our online. Um, but what about like the signage on uh, in on the doorknows, right? Like uh, uh, when you check in, you see the Gatorade sign. There's people that work on that business and um, we have fashion drops in the game. We have music in the game. I mean, there's people that run this entire organization. I'm just one guy who uh, is a really, really tiny cog in a really large operation. Um, that's all moving towards trying to be Uh, and has proven to be the best sports game uh, on the market.
1: Mm. And I know BJ wants me to ask this, and I know he's excited about (laughs) the answer. The music that that goes into the game and and the choices that are made, I mean – uh, a friend of mine, Nightmare's song with A$AP for Red Light was, was a lead last year on last year's game. That was that was a lot of fun seeing that. But what goes behind that decision? Obviously, there's a lot of hype behind it, but uh, what songs are you choosing? Is there like a room of people? Uh, can BJ get involved in this? Because I'm sure he would love to. <laughs>
2: BJ, give me a call. Uh, there, are, there are several people involved. And our music thing has changed over the years. I think for a while, uh, we weren't like... Um, what do I say, like central to that? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think we had become justified in the way that like we were kind of a platform for music, you know? Um, and so like, you know, we worked with Jay-Z and, and Pharrell and uh, such so on and so forth to, to like bring that kind of um, relevance to us. But then like, I think the last few years, everybody's realized that everybody wants to be on the 2K soundtrack and mm-hmm. that's a, a saw a moment for them just like it is for the fashion designers, and just like it is for the nba players to be in the game um so we've become kind of been able to be that presence and own that ourselves um and so you know like i think we we own that more than we ever have and obviously last year we did the united masters um ugc where people could submit tracks to the to the game um we should be announcing soon something similar uh which will be awesome and um you know but there's a few central people to that and but of course you know i get uh music submissions all the time and we're filtering into the team we're always open to that even though some guy hit me up yesterday again today's launch day and he's like hey um can i be on the 2k21 soundtrack on disc and i'm like (laughs) Slight problem with that. Our game comes out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how we're gonna pull that off, but you know.
0: Thanks it's for amazing. reaching out. But yeah. you know, like when
2: you're obviously
0: first week of September, you're thinking 2K. So I, I guess I get it. Mm. Mm. You, you know, I, I was I was given this order from all of the clients, the ask about the park and the wreck. Okay. I have no idea what that means. They said, I mean, what, what specifically, they said they, said, they, they want to know about that. the park and that. the wreck. I have no um, idea. Like, I, I'm trying to get caught up here. Like, what's the park and the wreck? You know, yeah. like, so look. I think what they probably want to know
2: is something specific, but I'll start broad, is, uh, you know, and at during 2K 10, actually, I believe it was, we introduced the concept of my player, um, yep. you know, uh before it was all about quick game, Lakers versus Bulls, Warriors versus Heat, you know, like it was where you were playing God mode five on five, where you get to play as your favorite player. Then we made it about playing as yourself. And so like my player became this thing where you were playing out the career of, of an NBA player. And, that, and then the elements of that allowed us to take another step because then it could become about what, what choices do you want to make? What clothes do you want to wear? Uh, what journey are you going to take? What are you going to do in your career? Are you going to emphasize endorsements? Are you going to emphasize training? Like, you know, we made it about you and your decisions. Then it was about, okay, now how do we interconnect these players to play online? So then we introduced the park in 2K14, um, where, you know, you could meet random people in, in the park and play pickup games just like if you were going to go down to Rucker and and go play at Rucker, right? Um, A couple years later, you know, we, we introduced Jordan rec center, Cruz, you know, where you, you could, you, you had made some friends. So now you'd work with them to like come together and play five on five or three on three (laughs) basketball. Uh, Eventually that turned into pro-am. But then in 2k18, we introduced the concept of the neighborhood, which was a bunch of parks, but everything else about being a basketball player, like choosing what bicycle you're going to ride to the park with, uh, what clothes you're going to wear to walk to the park. You had a, you had your own house in my court and you could invite friends there. Uh, there's so many elements to that and it just goes on and on growing this kind of world. That was year over year innovation, right? Like we couldn't do that all in one year. It wouldn't make any sense it was all with the thought of like okay we're going to create your identity then we're going to allow you to make friends then we're going to allow you to make teams and then we're going to allow you to compete and then finally of course the 2K league which is now just finished its third season this past weekend um you know was the esports version of this right like getting the people together to play competitively Uh, the prize pool money is over a million bucks, right? Like, you could actually play 2K and make a career out of it, um, which was a complete, obviously, game changer. And all all of those teams are NBA-marked teams, right? We have 22 of the 30 NBA teams that are involved in that. Um, So, you know, all of that was a a year-over-year progression that got us to where we we are. Um, And honestly, like, I think we're just scratching the surface, even though I'm like, where do we go next? I'm, I I think we're just scratching the surface with what, where we want to go.
1: I mean, did you ever suspect that NBA 2K would basically turn into basketball version of Sims for for a lot of people out in the world where they're like kind of living out a separate basketball life within a video game? I mean, it is. Like I mean, said, I,
2: think, it... I think it was always on the roadmap. You have to think like with that kind of big picture. I mean, I think as soon as, like I said, as soon as we made it about your career, mm-hmm. we we could see the road where you would have to live out the whole life of an NBA player, which I mean, you said the Sims, but like it's it's even more than that, right? Like it's mm. it's about the interconnectivity between you and people you've never met. One of my favorite things as stories, I think in all of the 2K history is like, 2K league players on our first season, these guys who got on a plane, many of them for the first time had never traveled, right? And got drafted by NBA teams to play to represent them, but the coolest part about it was there was these guys that they had played with online for years, mm. and they had never met them, right? And like to come together and like meet these the faces behind these people that you had talked trash to on, <laughs> uh, you know, on uh, the Xbox headphones. I, I mean, I think that that was like a real big moment. And now, like like I said, they're they're making real money playing out their their dream. I mean. I don't know about you, BJ. I'm, I'm uh, uh, like you probably in that when I was a kid, I'd have my NES Super Nintendo, Nintendo <laughs> 64. Uh, I'd get yelled at by my parents being like, what are you doing? Waste your time playing video games, right? Like, yep. And now, I mean, people are obviously making careers. It's not just 2K you know, across the board with everything that's going on in esports. It's a really exciting time. And uh, how amazing is it that people can make a career out of something that they enjoy so much? Mm-hmm. You,
0: you know, it's very interesting. And in, with esports, where does this go? Do you, if we could peek into the future, where does this go? I mean, I remember playing Super Nintendo, for instance. And, and I, re, I remember, you know, as, as as a kid and being in college, I never imagined it would have gotten to this point. Well, yeah. Where does where where does this go? Where where do you think this going in the future?
2: I mean, it it's got a lot of legs, man. Like it really does. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I think about how just in the NBA, people come and watch regular NBA players. Is there a world where they could watch these esports? Like you you could go to the Chase Center and have twenty thousand strong that are watching these these east you know these players play. Obviously, that happens in other Um, you know, esports, there's, they sell out staples all the time for a variety of events. I I, I mean, again, I just think that you're scratching the surface. You think of like Ready Player One, that movie, right? Like, we're in that game. Technology has no bounds, right? And so I think especially in gaming, that that's a really exciting prospect. And um, yeah, like, I I think that's, it's really exciting when it comes to esports.
1: Mm. Well, it's a very exciting time, Ronnie, and we appreciate you joining us on a, a 2K holiday and sharing some insight on 2K. Before we let you go, I did want to mention uh, there's a Mamba Forever Edition uh, in honor of Kobe Bryant yes. as well that will be dropping. So, for the people out there that, that want to, you know, be able to to relive some of his greatest moments, uh, go check out that as well.
2: Yeah, it was very important for us to obviously honor Kobe's legacy, who meant mm-hmm. so much to basketball and letting our, um, you know, fans. Uh, take part in that um and really uh kind of embrace obviously um his game and um celebrating that uh, it was was very important sorry getting a little emotional i mean yeah what what, you know uh, that day um still brings back so many memories and his his game i mean i'm i'm that age demographic right like the early 2000s was really really when I fell in love with basketball. Um and obviously Kobe was a big part of that. So yep. it's important for us to celebrate um his his legacy, his career and of course his life. So mm-hmm. definitely pick up that uh pick up that copy so you, you can uh celebrate with us.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Well Ronnie we appreciate you joining pushing through. We appreciate you uh coming on and sharing your story a little My bit. Pleasure. And uh we'd love to have you come back, man.
0: Yeah, anytime. Thank you guys. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you.